What is poppin', everyone? What's poppin'? How you niggas doing? Niggas is feeling very marital. Is that a, is that a, a way to feel? You feel you feel marital? Yeah, because all my friends are like, it's like wedding season for them. Okay. Like, so my friends are like getting married. One is in November and one is in February. And then one in February, she asked me if I wanted to be part of her little African bride line. Oh, and I'm that's like, so cute. That, I feel honored. Yeah. I'm like, she was telling me the material. I said, okay. She's like, they gotta get the materials and they gotta get the dress. I'm like. Uh, wedding season. My favorite season, y'all. I really like ceremonies. You know, I'm a certified lover girl. So I love when someone is telling somebody how much they love somebody in front of the world. I just think it's beautiful. And I loved it and everything about it. And I'm just, you know, I'm manifesting my beautiful ass wedding. Okay. Yeah. How you feeling, bitch? Would you, I, I feel great. Would you do a traditional wedding too? Absolutely not. I'm okay. going to elope. Okay. And what is what does eloping consist of? When people say I, we eloped, I'm gonna say, I really don't know what that means. I don't know if it means eloping and or does... No, it's not eloping. I think it's going to be destination wedding. So whoever can afford to go to the wedding will go to the wedding. Okay. I'll have like a nice little cheap... Well, it's not going to be cheap. It's going to be... A, it's going to be... I think you need to sit down and figure out what you want. Because you're no. saying a lot of things and they're not going together. I know exactly what I want. A destination <laughs> wedding at okay. a resort and uh-huh. everyone's going to be at the resort. Uh-huh. Ex- yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Okay. It's thought out. When I was in Cabo, we saw a little uh, wedding on the beach. It was a black wedding, too. And it's so cute. It was cute, but I don't know how, how I feel about wearing my wedding dress and it being sand. But I then again, it. you're never going to wear it again. You're never so going to wear it again. who cares if it gets a little sandy? Well, anyways, let's get into our motherfucking story time of this week. Uh, well, my story time, our story time yeah. is I want to understand the confidence on the, and the audacity men have to always think when when you like us, it's automatically a mutual thing. Yeah. It's never, we don't even have to give you a hint or whatever. It's just whatever you feel like I want to talk to that girl Obviously, that girl wants to talk to me, too. So I was out um, last weekend, and I was, I, was, I was in some little African spot. I don't even matter what it's called. And homeboy was like, hey, you know, I'm getting involved. You must see my section. I was like, all right, cool, because we just left this other niggas. Niggas were doing some shit. So he got a bottle, and, like, after he got the bottle, he just felt the need to just keep, like, rubbing on my back, rubbing on the back of me. And I'm, like, clearly annoyed. My body language is that I'm annoyed. My, I'm making faces. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, every time I'm looking at him, like... What are you doing? Yeah. And he's just still rubbing on me and just rubbing on my back and, you know, trying to, like, I guess, assert, like, the I don't know what the fuck the point of it for, but, like, I don't see why he was touching me in the first place. But anyway, so the night goes on and he's just trying to go home with me. He gets bottled after bottle. It's 6.30 in the morning. He's yeah. still buying bottles. I'm like, damn, it's 6.30. Why are you still buying? Anyways. So uh, he's trying to say, oh, yeah, you know, let's let's, let's go home together, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, why would you feel like just because you bought a couple bottles means that you get access to my pussy? Bottles that you drank and everyone else in this club, you know, in this section drank too. Do you also get access to everyone else's pussies here? Do I get, do you get access to the guys who also contributed to drinking the bottle too? Like, just because you spent a little bit of money, niggas, does not mean you have access to the woman that you're spending it for, which is not even, he's not even spending it for me. He's spending it for himself. I just happen to be there. I think he, I mean, niggas spend money for bitches. Let's be fucking real. They, they see that bitches are over there being damsel in distress. Cause that's what I, I feel like he would have done it regardless. I don't think me being there made him buy four bottles. I know it wasn't you, but I'm saying yeah. like, niggas do this shit to get women attention anyways. That's so true. He's like, okay, well I did it for the bitches attention, but I want specifically that attention. <laughs> I want that attention and I'm going after that attention. Yes, that's what it is. I did it for the attention, but I want that attention. I want that and attention. That attention don't even want you back. That, that's a fact. I was going to say, because mine is very similar as well, because, you know, on Wednesday, y'all, I don't know what it is, but the address got me in a chokehold right now. So y'all better <laughs> get me while it's hot, because I went to the address twice in one week and it was three days apart. I said, ooh, yeah. it's my new spot. So me and Samantha were out at the address, you know, being um, sectionless whores, because we had no section. <laughs> no. But someone that I had happened to see 
um, a day prior was there and he got a bottle for another table and like, you know, he left and I was like, ooh, Samantha, I like that. I said, that's some boss nigga shit, buying a bottle and then just leaving. Yeah. You know, because I like niggas that I keep saying that just let you exist. I don't like niggas that be all up in your face trying to touch you, I, 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 X, Y, and Z. Girl, so, yes. The night progresses and we're still outside and sectionless and we're getting hot to the point where her phone, like not her phone, her My fan, fan dies. Her fan dies. She's like, I'm ready to go. But I've already been drinking so Ami does not want to go home yet. Ami wants to be outside. So Ami takes it upon herself to text the man and I said, did you leave? Because I'm acting so concerned because I got the man's number because, you know, who knows when I'm going to need you or when you're going to need me. You feel me? So I text him. He's like, oh no, we're inside. We got a section um, by the DJ booth on the left side. I said, oh, say no more. AC, sniffing it out. I'll go inside. She go inside. We go inside. And then we go and we see the man. He can take us to the section. And he walks away and he's gone from the section for a while. And the section already had three bottles. So we just over there vibing, chilling, minding our own good ass fucking business. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, the man comes back. I don't even remember when he got back, but he got back. And he came back trying to mark his territory. The man kept grabbing on me. The man kept touching on me. Is the that man is Yes, it's marking your territory. Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. Oh my God. Like, he made, trying to make it very apparent that I'm the reason why he's I, that he's the reason why I'm in that section. Right. Even though when he was gone, I was just still existing and not doing anything. You were but just I, next to me the whole time drinking and having vibes. And and God forbid that I did not give him enough attention <laughs> because the man called me a fucking groupie. <laughs> the man called me a fucking groupie and then in the same breath was like, you know what, you're going home with me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, yes, you are. And I'm like, that's interesting because we drove together. He's like, well, you're going to be on FaceTime with me the entire time. So I'm just like, I don't. Oh my God. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. I don't understand this, this level. Like she kept saying, the level of audacity that y'all come out with. Yeah. Because I get it. The money be money and the money be long. Money be thick. Okay. I get it. But I feel like with this type of money, you have to have some decorum with yourself. Like, you should let yourself be the prize. If you automatically feel that way, just allow the bitches that actually like you for you to be with you for you. I want niggas that leave with their money to accept being used for your money. If you're going to leave that with part, that, don't be mad when the bitches come looking for the money. Because I'm sniffing it out. Exactly. If you want a bitch like you for your personality, let's go on a day and talk about it then. Because if you're in the club, you're spending money and buying bottles, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, anytime he comes me out, comes out, he's, gonna popping be, bottles. Gonna, he's popping bottles. I'm going to be out with him. Hello? I'm a nice arm candy. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's what we. That's all it's gonna be. Well, anyways, the girls are back at it again with their messy ass episodes, sippers, but we create conversations. All oh, wow, sipping wine. I can my name is Thug Motherfucking Sammy, and I'm ambitious, Bobiana Tere. All right, so let's get into our motherfucking icks of the week. Okay, my ick of the week is I need old men to know their level. What I need. I need old. I need older men to understand that you don't always get to talk to the young, fine Taronis. Like, you don't get access to us just because... Why? Because you're not attractive. Like, not every... I mean, I've seen some grown-ass men that are attractive, but... Girl, okay. But you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the regular, older, fine one. I'm talking about the ones that you know you would not touch with a 10-foot pole. Okay. And he thinks... He really has access to you looking like that. Okay. So this nigga, like, like I said, when I sent you a picture of him, he looks like the beast, the the spotted beast from Maggie and the Beast. Like this nigga is, is hideous. And we were out the same fucking place, the same place that I was talking about earlier. And um, he was coming, he asked me, he was trying to talk to me. I'm obviously not interested because this nigga is hideous. Not only is he hideous, he's old. So it's like you can't. You can't be both trying to talk to us. And it's it's extremely wild. So, yeah, I'm not interested, of course. And then he goes to my... He tells me, well, since you want to talk to me, I'm going to talk to your friend. I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead and talk to my friend that I'm sitting next to, dancing next to. Clearly know we're best friends because you text me asking about us being best friends, right? And he talks to her. And, of course, she doesn't want to talk to him because, you know, she's worse than me. I can let an ugly nigga kind of slide. She don't let any ugly nigga slide at all. You know? <laughs> One thing about you, Samantha, you are okay with letting every... I think you think actually every nigga in this world is ugly. <laughs> because I don't think I've ever heard anything positive when it comes to... It's like you you will tell a whole story. I'm like, and to mention he was ugly. <laughs> 
He got all that money, but the audacity of him to be ugly. God forbid that your mother gave you that face. I don't think every nigga ugly. This nigga is ugly, though. Oh, my God, girl. This is an ugly nigga. So, anyways, after him getting, I guess, tired of irritated talking to her, he tells me, I don't want to talk to her no more. Now I want to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm the same bitch that covered you the first time. What made you think after talking to her, you're going to just come back to me? Niggas, you can't jump through friends. That's my ick of the week, is the fact that y'all think y'all can openly jump through so, friends. So that was that was the ick. But the backstory was just the man was ugly. <laughs> did y'all see how what she did there, though? <laughs> the ick had nothing to do with what he looked like, but she wanted to make sure we knew prior to <laughs> that the man was, was ugly. I always gotta add that in there. So y'all, the ick, my ick of the week is me because when I get drunk, I get cringy and I text my ex and I feel like for me, someone like me, like I feel like, girl, have some, like get it together, tighten up, tighten up. Like I don't. Stand up. Really though, my chest be hurting because I be texting on some energy. Like I'm like down, down to fuck. And then I wake up in the morning not with the same energy and I be mad as fuck because I'm like, girl, why'd you do it in the first place? You never wake up in the morning with the same energy. The same energy and I feel sick to myself because I'm like, damn, that's real cringy because it's like you don't get the text the night of but the next day you're like do you say anything after all that no because he texted me this morning and i didn't even open the text message because i was so embarrassed the fact that i texted him yeah. i said i'm so i'm like uh homie you're so cringy why did you text him of all people you could have went down a list of you could have went down a rabbit hole but you decided to go down that rabbit hole mm -hmm. that leads nowhere right now well, I don't know. Maybe Drunk Ami trying to tell you something. That's Drunk Ami's subconscious is working overtime for this man, so I need her to... That's why I made an account to tell myself I'm not drinking any hard liquor. I'm only mm -hmm. drinking wine. Samantha literally tried to, like, bone rush me today and talk about, like, you got me. She's like, you're forcing my hand. I'm drinking by myself. I said, girl, I'm not forcing your hand. I'm just not drinking. She's like, well, you were drinking yesterday. Like, that's how people get you. Because I thought you almost had me for a second. If you would have stood around for a little bit longer, I probably would have been like, she right. But I was like, nah, nah. Because we always were saying now. Why you tell me I could have had you if I stood my ground for a little bit longer? I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you. I wasn't going to tell you because you had me. The fuck? <laughs> like, the, the liquor be liquoring. And we were saying that the older you get, it's getting harder to recover. It and is. it is so hard to say that this 30-year-old, all of this, can't handle it like I used to. And it's getting hard out here. So y'all niggas that be in the club until y'all are 56, how are y'all doing it? And how are y'all managing? What, every weekend? Every weekend. Club promoters that get free bottles. How are y'all doing it? Mm -mm. I'm just, just, just questions I need answers. Until I get them answers, I don't motherfucking know. But let's get into some motherfucking wine facts so we can get into some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. <laughs> oh, are you trying to change it up? No. <laughs> so y'all today we are drinking oxford landing i don't know why i chose it but i think i liked the blue it was giving the vibes i felt like it needed to give and it was a twisty because i didn't want to work hard for it it a is a no it's not a sun i don't know exactly what's on it oh but it is a 2020 merlot from south australia that is interesting because i did not know that south australia yeah. So on the banks of South Australia's mighty Murray River, Oxford Landing's grapes were thrived since 1958 in a sustainably grown vineyard, generous with supple, plummy notes that are velvety and vibrant on the tongue. So I want to believe it, but because it's a twisty, I don't know if it's going to be, um, you know, velvety and vibrant. But, you know, we're going to try. We're going to see what what is hitting for. You feel me? Ooh, that was nice and strong. Oxford. I like your shoes. Thank you. I'm already not liking the color. I feel like it's, it looks way too light. All right. Cheers to another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill. Ew. Let's do this. I mean... Not horrible. I don't know what to make of it. The taste is just... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I need to stop getting shit with the twisty. Because the twisty just, I feel like, gives reeks of cheap, you know? 
I don't know why I feel that way. You but... only feel that way when it's red, though, because whites are almost always twisties, and you don't usually care. But we don't really do whites enough for me to make a real assessment outside of the fact that Next it's white. Next week, I'm getting a white wine. Okay, bitch, get a white wine. Didn't we have white last week? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. It was 90. It was 90. What's it called? Yeah, I got red wine. Remember, it was the... Uh, it was the 80%, yeah. Or yeah. the 80 calories. Girl, per, per glass, bitch. Uh, anywho, let's get a motherfucking tea time. Tea time. So this is something that we've seen happen over and over and over again. We've seen plenty of people do this. We've seen people do this and cover it up. And that is getting your significant other names tattooed on you. What do you uh, think about that? I'm going to do it. I feel like, I like, I don't know. The older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, I'm with the you shit. You would get your Yeah. Brand me. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just really think it's like a loud pro- uh, like proclamation of like love. Like, mm-hmm. get my name on, check my name on you so you know it's real. Yeah. So I would definitely get my nigga's name tatted. Okay. For sure. But I feel like it had to be like, maybe the initials. And he would have to get mine as well. Like, I feel like it had to be, like, us getting in a pack or some shit like that. But I wouldn't get somebody's, like, fucking name or face or something crazy. But mm-hmm. definitely, maybe even matching tattoos, like, to certain capacity. But I feel like if that's something you want, I think I can do it. I think okay. I'm down for the cause. Okay. How you feel about that? I do not know where I stand with tattooing someone's name. The only thing I would say is that you can always get it covered up. That's, That's the fact. one thing. That is a fact. You can always get it covered up. You, always, you can get rid of it. But I just don't. You know how when you start talking about a nigga and he starts fucking up afterwards? That's a fact. So I, I feel just like, feel like it's the name. same thing with getting the person's name tattooed. I mean, Janae got uh, uh, Sean's whole Entire face. And she covered that shit up. But, and, but they're back together now, you know? And that bitch ain't never going to tattoo ever again. You're, you're she? right. You are right. So um, I just... Whatever works for you. Me personally, getting a man's name tattooed does not sit right in my spirit. Even getting like a husband's name tattooed might not sit right in my spirit. If anything, I got to see it through. I, I got to do it. I don't see that as something I'm. I can Thrill. do. Like, like just think about how thrilling it is if you guys break up and then another nigga sees his name. Like, yeah. I'm not even thinking <laughs> of that. Why is that's not where my mind goes? Um, but I would definitely, definitely want my man's to get my name tattooed on him. So you would want him to get his your name tatted, mm-hmm. but you won't get his tatted. Yeah, I feel like if you would have asked me that a year ago, I would have said the same shit. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like you know what? Now I just, I just want to chase some something scary. Like why not? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would want him, but if it's not a forced thing, if he doesn't want to do it, he's like, why don't? If he's like, well, you you get my name. I'm like, no. Then I'd be like, okay, cool. I get it. I get why you wouldn't want to get my yeah. name tatted. But that would be my preference is for him to have my name. And you not have his? Mm-hmm. That's like the one up I'll have. Okay, Tia Maka. That's a that's long ass one, name. That's the one thing I have. Chichi. Yeah. You gotta get the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this Twitter thread, I believe, right? It was just one tweet. Oh, it was, well, I mean, it was a thread because people were commenting on it. Okay. It was a Twitter thread of this man talking about how he was dating this woman and he helped her secure a six-figure job, right? Mm-hmm. Six-figure job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so my birthday's coming up, so hopefully I'm going to get me a nice little rolly. And mind you, we were looking up, you know, what rollies were, and they we said that it ranged from what? Seven to twelve seven to twelve thousand dollars. The average Rolex was ten thousand dollars. Average. Granted, but we don't know the backstory of how long they were dating. We don't we don't know any of that. But what he did receive was an Armani Exchange watch and a bracelet. And everyone was quote tweeting it like that would have been the last time I ever spoke to her. And then the other people was like, she, it's like something she's not feeling you or ah, ah, ah. And I'm just like, me and Samantha were talking. I'm just like, why was he feeling like he deserved a Rolex because he helped her secure a job? The entitlement. The entitlement of exper- expecting a Rolex. Like, that's such a big gift. And you couple thousands help her secure the job. That means she don't got no money yet. So why would you feel like you deserved a Seven to twelve thousand dollar gift. I don't know something. I, I I really. But you know what? I guess what I I feel like I can play the devil's advocate because you know how women that we feel like we deserve so much. Maybe he thinks that he added so much value to her life and or that was a big come up for her because maybe he saw her in the trenches and he was like, I'm putting you in a better position. So show me that's the way you appreciate me. This is coming from a woman that feels like she deserves a lot from a man. I do. I, I feel like I deserve a lot from a man. Yeah. Th- this is my opinion. If you were to put me, if I were to give you a six-figure job, I'm not expecting a seven to $12,000 gift. I'm not even really expecting a gift. I'm 
a thank you. It was you. a birthday gift. A thank you. It wasn't a birthday it's gift. It was a birthday gift. It was a birthday gift? Yeah, it was a birthday gift, girl. Does that change things now? <laughs> I, don't you feel like it's more embarrassing now that you know that that's what she got him for his birthday? That was a birthday gift. That's a birthday gift. That was a birthday gift. <laughs> Look, <laughs> bitch singing a whole different tune. <laughs> the bitch is singing a whole different tune now. Okay, that changes things. Okay. How Rolex much does it change? Still it? Crazy. A Rolex, Rolex is definitely is insane. Definitely insane. I'm still not expecting a seven to no. A Rolex is still crazy. But you can do a little better than that. Yeah. You can do a little better than that. Baby went to Ross. I thought that was just a thank you for helping me get the job. It was a birthday gift. It was a birthday gift, babe. Well, bitch, I'm on the, why would you put me on the nigga side? Why would you ever put <laughs> One me thing, on Samantha the says, nigga side? Samantha says she hates um, agreeing with men. So honestly, <laughs> why would you ever put me on the nigga side, girl? You could have got him something better, girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bitch, she fucked up. Um, did he still date her afterwards? Girl, I don't know. Okay. How, how would I know these things? Damn, he didn't say if he broke up with her. I mean, he wouldn't. I mean, he put, probably would tell Twitter because he yeah. told Twitter about the gift. Yeah, he didn't say anything. I feel like, he probably didn't even look. We but I feel look. like he's so embarrassed about that gift. I feel like he couldn't talk to her again because, of course, she gonna see it. <laughs> like I feel like he felt so disrespected by that. He had to be African man. An African man will have the audacity. To he accept. he he felt so disrespected at the fact that she thought that Armani was the quality of man that he was. Yeah. So he said, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to embarrass you and then I'm going to go Yeah, because let's let's be real. If we see a man wearing Armani, we'd be like, ugh. And yeah, Af- yeah African men do be wearing Armani sometimes and Hispanic men. But I wouldn't want to talk. If a man wore Armani, I guess I wouldn't care that much. But I'm just like, I'd rather you wear like a, a regular t-shirt than Armani. You know what I'm saying? It's a watch, bitch. I know, but I'm talking about Armani, the brand, period. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's a fact. A lot of Mexicans do be wearing that shit. <laughs> so there was a TikTok that we saw, and pretty much um, this young man was explaining what kind of is the cause of the melanin epidemic, and he was referencing a TikTok video where he was like, this young, this other young man was saying, the way to combat male loneliness epidemic and you're trying to get your money up you know you looks maxing and you just gotta thug it out like you just gotta like go through the just you know just pretty much thug it out mm-hmm. and he's like saying in his video what he's referencing to it he was like well the reason why men are lonely is because y'all are just doing it to yourself y'all problematic as fuck mm-hmm. like y'all don't want to be friends y'all don't y'all don't want to respect women y'all don't want to do anything that can contribute to it being better for y'all and yeah it, what do you think about that? I really liked when he said in the video, he said that men's entire personality is based off the of the patriarchy. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. A lot of men equivalate certain things in their life as an aspect of, well, how do other men view this? Yeah. They don't they don't view these traits or qualities based off of if they like themselves or if these are who who they actually want to be. They only base it off the fact of what the presentation is for... How does this impress another man? How does this impress another fucking man? Yeah. How is it my male presentation look to the other outside men. world? Because I feel like being lonely starts with trying to impress other fucking people. And that's what I feel, in my opinion, most men do. And I have a regular that I used to always tell talk to you about and... You said it sucks. <laughs> I always tell you about this regular, and I'm like, he was talks about how much money he has and how many bitches he has. Like he talks about all these things that he has, but he still feels so lonely and he still feels so sad. And I just feel like, how you know he's lonely and sad? He tells you that. Yeah, he he, he vocalizes that, and I oh, feel like, shit. and so I feel like I I understand that, but I'm like, how did you get so far in life? And just like I'm saying, just thugging it out, mm-hmm. just to get all these things that equivalent to what's what, supposed what to make you happy, and it doesn't. It doesn't make you happy at all. Yeah. So that's insane. So do you want to explain to them what the male yeah, loneliness epidemic is? Yeah, let's get into is? it. So the male loneliness epidemic is where men are living silently with their loneliness due to their to to never learning how to keep and maintain relationships. So pretty much that's what it is. It's because they can't 
maintain and keep relationships and they, they don't know how to keep relationships with other people, with themselves, any of that. They're and I feel lonely. like that's true because I feel like we always touch on that, how men lack the self-awareness of how uninteresting they are. Yeah. How much they actually don't bring to the table. Like when you are a self-sufficient person and you really believe in your confidence, you don't have to always exert it because I feel like confidence is quiet. I think a lot of things is men lack personality because they make their whole personality is them being successful and having money and being able to care of a family. That's their personality. So they just don't have a lot of like interesting things about them. It's that's just I don't know. It's it's just there's and there's not of course it's not for every man, but there's very few men who just are able to engage in a fun kind of conversation where you're just talking about everything when it has when it's not about them you know yeah i feel like that's true yeah so we saw this article that said that men are primed for loneliness and we said this is because of the socialization of the mailbox and as men they are unfortunately already primed for feelings of isolation so within this mailbox it represents how boys and male identified people are taught to view manhood women and girls so inside the man box are women and girls are objects the property of men and have less value than men which we always see and i don't understand why you wouldn't want to date someone that you don't see value in but that has nothing to do with I it. think because I don't know how to say without saying fucked up I think because men care about having someone who serves them more like look, like they know, mamas you know how I say men and women value different things yeah so their value to, to them is more of someone who serves them okay I think that's more important to them okay okay second one boys and men should not cry or openly express emotions i mean we all know this you know, we uh raise boys to feel like they can cry tell them to man up uh all that extra shit and that's very very harmful to them and we all know we shouldn't be doing that i'm definitely not gonna raise i mean i don't think i'm raising kids but i wouldn't <laughs> raise my kid my son to think that he can't cry okay the next one is that boys and men should not show any fear or weakness yeah and i feel like that's once again, crazy because I feel like as humans, those are things that we kind of learn. Like we're, we're learning to be scared of some shit because that means, you know, just don't touch the fire. I feel like it's not cool for do it to boys. Man, I'd be like, OK, come on, you're a grown ass man. Don't show no fucking fear or weakness. But even as a man, because you have to realize it doesn't matter what a man tells you if you ever once like degrade their feelings, they'll never open up to you again. I've heard that from many men. Like They're like, oh, yeah, you know, we start off by, you know, like, you know, scoping out what we can say or what we can do. Mm-hmm. And the moment that we show you guys something that, you know, gives you anxiety or something, it makes us not want to open up anymore. So. Okay. Yeah, I feel like men should, can show weakness, but I don't want to, I don't want, I do not want to see my man scared of nothing. I don't want you, if you scary, but not show me you motherfucking scared. I just, mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have, I didn't send you that video, but it was this guy, um, there was like an ambulance happening and the kids, at the, um, the kids were telling the dad, like, hey, I think it's coming, we should go, we should go. And he's like, no, no, it's not, it's not. A big deal. And then the minute the fucking, all the snow comes down, this nigga t- puts his son out the way and runs away from his family. That, that, is, that is, you cannot be doing shit like that as a man. Like, showing that kind of fear is definitely will have me leaving you. If my nigga did something like that, we will no longer be married. Um, another one is, boys and men should not act like a girl. Um, is being a girl such a bad thing? I think it absolutely is. Is it such a I think we are literally thing? just a vessel for their legacy. <laughs> like that y'all kill us. Y'all y'all have this point where y'all can't have any female babies, just male babies, which is a very dumb thing to do. Anything that's anything remotely female related to a man is a bad thing. I don't okay. I don't know. They teach people to be gay. That's what they teach people to do. <laughs> Shit. And then the last one is that boys and men should be decisive and not ask for, do not ask for, offer, or accept help, which is insane. Why would you teach your children, your sons, your, these are going to be husbands. These are going to be like people that are leading. And the best thing about a leader and or someone that can take direction, but also knows when to ask for help. 
asking for help is not a weakness. It actually shows that, you know, you're not Superman. Yeah, there's really nothing weird about asking for help. I'd rather you ask for help than do it wrong. Hello? Um, <laughs> last but not least is aggression equals dominance. Oh, my god! And we see that all the time. Oh, that's This is men's biggest problem is y'all's aggression. Like, it's just, and it's scary, and it's, we have to navigate our life because of y'all's aggression. Y'all don't have to navigate y'all's life because y'all are scared of what might hit you in the face with a brick. Hmm. Y'all don't have that fear. We have to literally move as if any man that we come across can attack us. So y'all got to check that shit. So the rise in the lonely men epidemic it says research shows that men's friendship have been declining over the years in 2021 15 of men stated they have zero close friends compared to only 31 percent in 1990 compared to three percent in 1990 you would think with social media men will have an easier way to connect how was it easier for all y'all connect when y'all weren't having easy access to each other? And now that y'all have easy access to each other, it's harder for you to make friends. Do you know what I think is? I think the access to people does not mean that you actually are like, for example, sometimes when I watch someone's story and like react to it, that's like me communicating with them, even though it's not actual communication. Like just because I LOL to your story, they're like, oh, that's my bro. We've been friends since high school, but y'all don't really talk about shit since high school. Y'all haven't had any real checkups. Y'all haven't had any, you guys just have the, like the, what is it? The history of being friends, but you guys don't have the interpersonal relationship that keeps people to be friends. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. Like we said, they lack closeness and intimacy. So if you lack closeness and intimacy, a friend is just a friend. And men have a lot of friends, but they don't have a lot of close friends. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it says, and it says, a 2022 research center survey found that 60% of young men are also single, nearly double the rate of women. I believe that. I I think, is it because we're, how is it because we're dating men? Is it because more women are dating each other? I don't know. I want to say the reason why is because women value companionship. And I feel like since we like being in a relationship, we are giving ourselves the vulnerability to try new relationships. And, you know, men, I feel like when one thing sails, they're not open to exploring a different relationship. They're like, you know, what? I'm going to be stay single. I'm a, uh, 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 I don't want to settle down anyways. I don't know. I, I'd assume. I'm not sure. I wonder why the numbers are just such a big difference. They're completely different. Like, how are we in way more relationships than them if we were in relationships with them? Or maybe because more lesbians are just together. Okay. You got to be the lesbians. See, the lesbians are keeping love alive. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into why this rise is happening or kind of how it's happening. And in my opinion, this is not an expert thing, but I think the reason why the there is such a big rise of the male loneliness epidemic is bitches are leaving y'all. I feel like because women are no longer seeing men as a need and more of like, I kind of want to like my man. I want to be around my man. Not that I need this man to survive. Um, is why y'all are lonely. Because women kind of cultivate and maintain the relationships. You know, we we do the gatherings. We do we have the the Christmases. We do the you know the birthdays, the friendsgivings. We make sure you make sure you have male friends. Like how many times do we see girls like? My man doesn't have any friends. Like, can, she, can he hang out with your man? So they yeah, can be that's friends. A, that's a fact. We are forcing y'all to have these relationships. So because these women aren't there cultivating, the, making sure you're having these relationships, y'all are lonely as fuck. Because there's no one there to force your hand to do it. I also think what's causing it is, is they don't think that they're going to be alone forever. They think that it's just like a temporary, like, you know... Thing. Yeah, they. I yeah. feel like they don't realize that. And also, they, men think they have so much time. They do. And us women, we're we we operate as a scarcity mm-hmm. uh, viewpoint, and men operate as an abundance viewpoint. You do. We think our we we gotta do it quick, and men feel like I I actually I'm in my prime when I'm 45, so that's when I should actually settle down. And we're yeah. like, well, we're 30. Yeah, we we're have 30. Man. What what you know what's going on? And that's also a reason why they end up being lonely because they think they have so much time and they don't. And they next thing you know they're 65 and they're in young tender on these faces thinking they can talk to us while being old and ugly. Heavy on the old and ugly. <laughs> so what are the effects that it has on your health? 
Okay, so yeah, let's talk about the effects the male epidemic loneliness has on people's health. And actually reading this, I kind of got sad because I was like, wait, like, this shit's actually kind of serious. So let's get into how the male loneliness epidemic can affect y'all's health. Um, living with a sense of loneliness and isolation affects your health, both physical and emotional. The Surgeon General report shows isolation and loneliness are associated with a greater risk of cardiovascular disease, dementia, stroke, depression, anxiety, and premature death. And when I was reading that, I was like, those are all things that affect men in a way more higher rate than affects women. Y'all, y'all usually die before us. Y'all usually have heart attacks. Y'all usually have a way more higher suicide rate. So it's like y'all's loneliness is directly to what is actually killing y'all. And yeah. that is scary. That is very scary. Yeah. To imagine that most men don't even talk about being lonely mm-hmm. is even sadder because I feel like women, we are more vocal about like, you know, when we when we think life is life and we can express that and deal with mm-hmm. it as, as it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Because we understand like life is fucking hard and there's so many things that we have to worry about. So not having to worry about if your friends are going to call and check up on you or if you are being the best version of yourself. It's like... Like I, we were talking about earlier, we was like, our life be kicking our asses too, but we just, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, and my thing is, we can talk to each other because we're not scared of our friend thinking anything of it because we understand each other. But I feel like I've, most guy friends, are they actually making fun of their friends for opening up? Like, I don't know if that's what's happening. Like, what is it that's stopping you I mean, I guess we'll find out the next episode when we have a male here. So, yeah. you know. What is stopping us. y'all from opening up? Is it, what are you scared of? I, I, girl, I wish I knew. I wish I knew too. And it says that loneliness manifests itself in, uh, in other immediate forms. So if you are experiencing a lot of fatigue, a lack of motivation or energy, and you're struggling to recover from colds or common illnesses, you might be it might be linked to your loneliness. And it sounds so crazy saying that. It's like, but loneliness also is an equivalent to depression. And, you know, people sometimes are functioning like depressions. Is that, is that a, is that a is functioning de- depressions? You're trying to say like functioning alcoholics, but calling it functioning... Depressions? Because, de- de- you know, some people be depressed, but be functioning. Well, functioning depressed people? Yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> so let's get into Everman. Okay, so Everman was founded in 2016. It started as a small group of men in a barn trying to talk about their feelings. Honestly, I think that's so fucking cute that a group of men wanted to sit down and talk about their feelings. That's some. See, if y'all just did that, I feel like y'all be better people. Um, so yeah, they're just a group of men who are just working to help other men to be vulnerable and like, they're trying to like normalize vulnerability. Yeah. And I think it's extremely beautiful because I like the idea of just check on your friends. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. doesn't have to feel like you're in the judgment free zone. I feel like you just need to understand interpersonal relationships only fuel companionship. Companionship is life longevity, longevity, longevity. Yeah, that's the word. So these are things that you can do to cope with loneliness if you feel like you are dealing with it, but you just don't know where to start. You have to first acknowledge that there's a problem. That's the first step. Second step is share what you're feeling. You know, it's not that fucking hard, but it might be a process. Sounds like an alcoholic 12-step program. <laughs> I mean, it, it, sometimes it, it might need to be something that drastic for you to get out of that space. Because, I mean, once you're there, it's kind of hard to recognize that that's what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whenever you're feeling something, express it, get it out, boom. Three, seek a confidant. I don't know why I love that motherfucking word, but seek someone that you trust. <laughs> what is that? What is this? Um, Golden Girls. Oh, you're a Why did you sing it like that? I don't know. I can't <laughs> sing, so I try to make it as low as possible. But yeah, find someone that you trust and, you know, express all those things and, you know, go through, go through the 12-star program. And then <laughs> the last but not least thing you should do when you are feeling these feelings is don't be afraid to ask for help, a.k.a. professional help, a.k.a therapy, Mm -hmm. which every woman always tells men to do. Go to therapy, go go to therapy, go to therapy, go go to therapy. Go see your therapist, go see your therapist. Honestly, because I feel like whenever I knew I was in a space of my healing was like 
plateaued and I wasn't going any further, I sought help from a therapist. No one told me to go to a therapist. I just knew that was the next best thing to do Mm -hmm. was to go and talk to someone that was unbiased, someone that's not going to judge me, and someone that's paid to listen to my fucking problems. (laughs) Pay to listen Listen to to my fucking fucking problems. problems. Okay, so... Of course, Tickety Talk Talk got us on a chokehold. Always. And um, there was this video of this man talking about their reason of the, well, not the reason, but pretty much the the effects of the male loneliness epidemic is that y'all niggas are dying alone. And while watching the video, it kind of like, damn, it triggered me because I was like, that is kind of like my dad because he is suffering. He's, I'm pretty sure he's lonely. There's no one comes to visit him. Like no one really is. He has an assistant nurse that comes in and checks on him. And then she goes home to her family. And it's like, my mom will never be in that position where no one is taking care of her. She would actually never be in a nursing home. Yeah. But if my dad got too sick or whatever, guess where his ass is going? In a motherfucking nursing home. So, yeah, thus, and it's it's because he was a piss poor father. And and another reason he says because men who were just jumping around from woman to woman and never wanted to settle down all, all also ends up in that position. And it's just really sad how we keep telling y'all, like, hey, if y'all don't change y'all's ways, if y'all don't just be better human beings, if you don't fix these issues, you're going to die alone. And no one's going to want to be around you because we're just not going to care. And I also don't understand why it's so hard for y'all to have self-awareness. Like, yeah, why is that so hard to be self aware? What is the disconnect? Like, what is the wall? There's like, an absolute in? disconnect because yeah. I feel like you're disconnected because you don't want to. You don't want to know why you can't keep a relationship. You don't want, like they said, like people that constantly are switching partners is so they don't have to change themselves. Yeah. Same for people that are going through life, going through cycles with all these people in their life because they are literally not taking a step back and be like, you know what? This is where I'm accountable for. Like, accountability takes you a long way. And sometimes, like that guy said, men are the reason why they're alone. You guys are doing yeah. it to yourselves. Because women don't want to die alone. And we won't die alone. And we don't But if die we alone. do die alone, it's not really alone. Yeah. It's, it's you know, alone adjacent. Because, like we said, I will never be, put my mom in a position where she won't be visited. But right. um, my mom's ex-husband, he was real. he, like, he always was hopping from woman to woman after my mom. And, like, you know, he's, like, I guess finds himself dying now and he's really? been yeah he's been reaching out to people trying to do like a remorse tour like trying to say sorry to everyone he's ever done wrong because he wants to get that office and i'm like you don't get to tell me sorry now <laughs> like I, I want you to die knowing that i did not forgive you wow yeah i feel it like I some people it. you, you sometimes I, it's just too late it's, it's too late so i'm saying you like we said time is not infinite for y'all it's so <laughs> it's the not the moment that y'all realize that a lot of y'all actions are just a I mean, a, a lot of the things that are happening to you are just a consequence of your actions. Mm-hmm. It's going to get to get with y'all. Because when men niggas be trying to make fun of girls, like, this her third boyfriend this year. And is. And what? Like, you're worried about me, babe. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be myself. I, I don't care what it looked like to you. Third boyfriend, third husband, third life. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, so we were talking about how the uh, the loneliness epidemic um, doesn't affect women as it affects men. I'm pretty sure there are women who are lonely. Yeah. I'm sure there's women who will die alone. And I'm sure women who, all these things that we're listing that we're talking about men, I'm sure there's some women who are just like this. But I feel like it doesn't affect women, women at the same rate, rate mm-hmm. as it affects men. For some reason, we just don't have these problems. We're able to look into ourselves and, you know, Understand that we need to be better people. We need to heal. We need to have relationships. Even though we are not in relationships, we still have these intimate, close, personal relationships with our friends, with other people around us, with our family members. So it's just like, even though we're alone, we're never really alone. We are always maintaining relationships. We will go to the grocery store and talk to a fucking stranger. Like, bitches are always talking to somebody. And they will maintain that relationship with whoever they can maintain it with. And we just don't, we don't feel the lonely pain. And I feel like it's also that I don't even <clears throat> want to say women are equipped to being alone, but we know how to handle being alone. Mm-hmm. Like, 
when I say we know how to handle being alone, we start doing stuff that pours into ourselves. You think because like, women know how to sit in their feelings and men don't? I think that's probably another reason why it would be that way because I feel like even when people like are going through a breakup, like and like you know sometimes some guys go to the next woman and or some girls do that sometimes. Yeah, the next guy. But I feel like we can handle being alone because I'm like I'm okay with going to a restaurant by myself and eating. I'm okay with doing certain things that I want to like. One thing I do by myself all the time is go to musicals because nobody fucking likes going to musicals. But I know I like it, so I'm going around. I'm in a group of people, and I'm doing that. But I feel like alone and loneliness, I guess, are two different things. So I'm, like, going off track because I feel like— <laughs> Yeah, you can be alone You can and be, be alone, alone, but not be lonely. Yeah. And I feel like men can coexist of being with people and still be lonely because, like we said— all the things listed. And this is not a shun to y'all. This is just like an eye-opener to y'all. Because yeah. when we were looking this up, it like we kept saying, it was mostly the male loneliness epidemic. It wasn't a, <laughs> it, There was nothing about women. There it is was, no women It wasn't in comparison epidemic. to women of them not being lonely. <laughs> right. The comparison is how women are actually thriving when we're by ourselves and y'all are actually just existing. Um, so anyways. Can we get into some questions? Yeah, let's actually, yeah, let's get some motherfucking questions. Um, why do you think some men resist reaching out? I think that embarrassment and I think when, because you know sometimes, let's be fucking for real. When I'm telling you a story about something that a man did to me, I'm like, damn, when I say that, that's just embarrassing. Okay. And I feel like sometimes men are so prideful that reaching out makes it look like they're weak. That they couldn't, you know, keep it pee, you know, because men love the idea of saying like, oh, yeah, nah, try to play me. You can't play me. Uh, 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 I don't care. about." And I remember I, when I was dating this one guy, when he said he was going through a lot of stuff, he said he didn't want to tell his friends because he was like, I felt like they was going to judge me. What? I, what? OK, I'm about to ask him, but I guess we can just go on. Ugh, I don't get it. I don't get it because how y'all friends? That's not a friend. That's I just mean, a nigga you know. That's what I'm saying. So I guess, <laughs> like I said earlier, because I said they have more friends, but I guess men have more acquaintances then. They have I more niggas like, they know. Because yeah. honestly, I kind of live like a shameless queen. So if I do say something cringy, I'm going to get over it, you know? Because mm-hmm. that, that's just life. My question is, do you think that men take their mental health serious enough? Oh, God, no. Oh, girl, no. They don't take it serious at all. Um, some are starting to, thank God, but they don't, mm not at all. Okay. Okay, so, if you were to have a son, what would you do differently to ensure he does not fall into this male loneliness epidemic? I will let him know how much he's loved and how much his presence is needed. Like, the the world needs your light. So that means you shine it in every way that you can by being expressive, by taking and giving love. I want him to be—I will tell him affirmations. I will speak so much light into this man that if he ever for a second doubted his worth or felt like no one cared of, like, of his mental health and shit— it, it would be so combated from all the love I'm giving him. I would, okay. like, fill him up with so much love that loneliness would be the last thing you think of. So you would love your son? Love love the fuck out of him. Yeah. I won't raise him. I'm going to love the fuck out of him. Okay. What about you? What I would was, I do? Yeah, because my, my question, we already answered through the what's going Okay, what I will do is I, um, one, I would choose my partner wisely. That's important. I would choose a partner who is emotionally intelligent, who is loving, who is caring, who is sensitive, who, and I raised emotional intelligence. So he can instill all those things into my son. Yeah. And I, the problem is men aren't are sticking around to raise their sons to be good people because a, a woman can do so much. We try to raise our sons to, you know, have all these things, but a lot of times they just end up hating us. For some reason, men hate the person that stayed and not the person that literally left them. That is it right there. They hate the ones that stayed. Yes. They feel like you did something to make their dad not be shit. And I actually saw a TikTok of this guy. He was um, meeting his dad for the first time and he always and he and he I forgot what his dad said to him, but he was like, wow, that's why mom left you. And this whole time when I was growing up, no one could talk say one bad thing about you because I always thought she was the reason why you left. But you were the reason why you left me. I love that. And I'm like, but this whole time he never thought to give his mom grace to understand there was a reason why your dad wasn't around. He blamed his mom this whole time and never the 
I feel like patriarchy just protects men so much. They never even think to process the fact that your, your mom, your mom's the victim in all this. Yeah. And as a parent, we try not to talk bad about. Well, some do. Some be talking about the bad bad daddies, but we, but you shouldn't be talking bad about you know your your son's father to him, regardless of how bad he is. So she probably protected him and shielded him for all those things, and he thought he was a problem. But so yeah, um, I said all that to say that that is how I would protect my son from having this strange, weird thing. It's I and when I was looking it up, I we I kept telling you like, damn, this is real. It's like so I real. thought the male epidemic, loneliness epidemic was just like some kind of male, you know, to cause hysteria, like, oh my God, niggas are really lonely. But no, y'all niggas are really lonely. Damn. Okay. Qu- question. I'm asking, I'm asking you, Rex, as the ages you are, do you feel Ever, do you ever feel lonely and you don't feel like there's someone you could talk to? Wow. And you're so young. But you're so... Yeah. You're just so young, though. I I wouldn't even know the, the experience, that type of sadness. Yeah. That young. Yeah. Cause I, I know being a black man is hard, but black women love on black men. So I don't understand... The disconnect of where, you know, but I guess it's not for me to understand. So, all right, y'all. Well, thank you for following us on this journey. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to women telling y'all that y'all are lonely. Because we <laughs> know y'all are going to have a problem with it. It's like, why don't you talk about men? Why don't you talk about men? Because it's really only affecting y'all more than it's affecting us. Yeah. Like we said, we're sure. They're going to be like, talk about shit that affects the bitches. The Leave bitches. us alone. Yeah, These but you two know, hoes. And we're saying this because we love y'all and we actually want to support y'all however we can. So if there are things Sometimes. that we can instill or do that will help with y'all's healing process because we can all heal together. This is this is an open forum for all that and I And I don't want it to be a black man versus black woman type shit. Now, aren't that. you tired of the fucking, the war we're having between? Now, is it, a, I don't know if it's a really a real war, but it feels you, like... You make it a war. <laughs> I make it a war? You make it a war. Okay. I don't feel like it's really a real war, but I feel like we can just kumbaya together. How do I make it into a war? By calling niggas ugly? Always. <laughs> Some of y'all ugly. So, if y'all haven't already, follow the women on all social media platforms at The Real Sip and Spill, except Twitter, which is... Sip and Spill 1. Give us a five-star rating. because it's a five-star five bitches. bitches. Ow. Ow. I sip wine, wine, wine. Kick my feet up when I get time. And as I recline, take another sip, let my thoughts on wine, wine. Sip it and spill it. Sip it and spill it, sip it and spill it the tea. Sip it and spill it.